You're listening to SBS On The Money with Ricardo Gonsalves. Hi everyone, it's your daily 10-minute business and finance news wrap for this Tuesday, the 14th of February 2023. Later, what reporting season is currently telling us about the state of the economy. But first to NAB, which is predicting official interest rates will now rise to 4.1%. That's despite Westpac's consumer sentiment index falling to near record lows. But NAB's own business survey showed an improvement in business confidence and conditions. For more, Rainer Bosch spoke with Alan Oster. He is the Chief Economist at NAB. Basically what's happened is that the conditions, in other words, what actually happened in terms of sales, profits, etc., were very strong. And forward orders went up, use of capacity went up, and business sort of said, well, it's probably going to slow eventually, but not, not yet. And so their confidence levels is basically back to around long-run averages. So there's an evident disparity between your report today and what Westpac has come out with around consumer confidence. Can you explain why there is such a disparity? Okay, so what's happening is consumer sentiment is basically just saying how a consumer's feeling. doesn't necessarily equate to uh, what they're actually spending. And so in our business survey, for example, retail was very strong um, in terms of actual outcomes. But when you ask retailers about what do they think might happen, their confidence levels are really low. So we can all see the sort of slowdown coming, but what we're sort of trying to say is, well, not yet, is basically the bottom line. In addition to this, NAB is saying that rates will continue to rise to 4.1%. Can you justify this prediction? Why are you saying that? Seeing a central bank that is now very much focusing on inflation, uh, all our indicators, including in today's business survey, were saying inflation is going to stay quite high for quite a while. Purchase costs went up, wages went up. And so what we're saying is if that's really what's likely to happen, they're going to keep going for a while. Um, and we would say that three um, is probably what they're going to do. Um, I'm not saying that's what I would do. It's a very different issue. Um, I think you'd be better off to maybe do one more and then pause and wait and see. But but that's our read of what the Reserve Bank's attitude is. And if rates were to reach 4.1%, do you foresee that triggering a recession? We don't see it triggering a recession, but we do see it triggering a very big slowdown. And so we've talked about through the year growth this year of about 0.7. RBA is about double that. Uh, and we're also saying that by the back end of this year, um, in the second half, we don't expect to see very much growth at all. So it's not going backwards, but it's not growing. And so we, we do expect to see um, conditions and outcomes that are going to be very tough in the back end of this year. Alan, in addition to this, we're expecting jobs started to come out on Thursday. What are you expecting to happen yeah. there? Well, yeah. Well, we're still seeing employment being quite strong. So we've got something like twenty-five to 30,000 jobs, which would be enough to keep the unemployment rate unchanged, about three and a half. Uh, really, what you should say is that employment's a lagging indicator. It takes about six months. So if the economy is still reasonably okay, you shouldn't really expect it to deteriorate much until the middle of this year. You mentioned as well that you wouldn't necessarily support uh, what the RBA is doing or you wouldn't necessarily do that yourself. What's mm. your assessment on the broader economic conditions at the moment and, and why do you say that? 
Well, I think broader economic conditions at, at present are still pretty strong. Uh, one thing you do, do need to think about, though, is that normally the lag from monetary policy to hitting the economy at least 12 to 18 months. So they only started 12 to 18 months ago. So we don't really know how the consumer is going to behave. Um, and, you know, they're going to be seeing they've still got further increases in rates to come. They're sort of behind relative to where the Reserve Bank is. You've got problems about people coming off fixed loans. And really, I think the the hit is going to be in the middle of the year to the back end of the year. So for me, I'd be a little bit more cautious and uh, just say, well, the economy's still doing well. Uh, let's, it's still going to slow, but we just need to watch it for a while. And finally, Alan, from a broader international perspective, we are expecting US inflation figures to come out tonight. Uh, what impact do you think those figures will have in Australia and what do you think is going to happen there? Well, the main thing that people are looking for is, is inflation coming off um, still in terms of through-the-year growth rates? And so we're expecting core inflation about a point, point 0.4, which would be enough to drop the, the tw- 12 months to growth rates from about 5.7 to about 5.5. So what we're saying is we would expect to see inflation in the US start to or continue to, to slow. And that's good. Um, but we'll just have to wait and see what happens in Australia. That's slightly different. Rainer Bosch there speaking with Alan Oster, the Chief Economist at NAB. Now to the reaction on the Australian share market where the S&P ASX 200 rose 0.2% to 7,431. For more, I spoke earlier with Jamie Hanna. He's from Van Eck. Jamie, NAB today revised up its expectation for the terminal cash rate at 4.1%. ANZ now says the US federal funds rate will hit as high as 5.5%. This expectation for higher global interest rates, are they already priced into the market? Yes, I mean, NAB did increase their terminal rate to 4.1, but the market's only pricing in about another two rate rises at the moment, which takes it to about 3.85%. Um, and certainly the market in the US is only pricing in about 5%. So they are above where the market is pricing them. Um, but it really depends on the data that comes through. Tonight, we have the US CPI print coming through. Um, that will give us a good indication of, of where we sit in terms of US inflation. And this Thursday, we have uh, unemployment rates coming through in Australia. So a lot of the data will indicate how the economy is performing and whether or not we need to continue rate risings above where we already see it. Um, to be uh, you know, high level, I would say that the market as a whole has priced everything in, um, but there's a delay. There's a huge delay after you're raising rates. If we look at where the mortgage holders in Australia are, there's still a lot of people who need to roll off fixed rate mortgages and go on to floating or, you know, remortgage to another higher fixed rate. So a lot of that pain hasn't flowed through yet and it's delayed. So it all depends on the data of, of, of where the economy ends up. Okay, profit reporting really rolls on today. We had the likes of CSL, James Hardy, for example, some retailers like Temple and Webster. Which caught your attention and why? Well, I mean, we need to quickly mention CSL because it's one of Australia's largest companies and it was largely in line with expectations. Um, I don't think anything stood out about that result um, and and consequently the share price has been relatively flat. Um, where I think, you know, you start noticing things within the economy are the results of something like James Hardy. Um, their results were relatively below expectations and, you know, they're in the building, construction, industry and material um, and that kind of highlights that the economy is slowing. And they've given forward guidance looking forward to this year that things are going to be slower. 
Um, and that indicates the economy is slowing within the building sector. And if you look at something in like Breville, which also re- released their results today, um, they were disappointing, I would say, in terms of their growth prospects in Europe. Um, they just weren't seeing the sales that they were expecting. And that's partly economic reasons in Europe. Um, overall, though, the results in Australia weren't too bad, but looking at the growth prospects of the company, it's been limited. And as a result, the market has really priced down Breville today. I think it's a very well-run company. I, I would say the market's been a little bit harsh, but that's what we're seeing with some of the results at the moment. Finally, um, what kind of themes then are you seeing from profit reporting season so far? And what does this mean for investment opportunities? So it's been a very mixed reporting season. We're seeing kind of many different companies in different sectors performing and releasing results, which which are fundamentally different to each other. Um, anything in the consumer discretionary space, you know, like Breville, um, it, it really is. That's things that people don't necessarily have to buy, but would like to buy. We're talking TVs, we're talking kettles and things like this. So that type of space is starting to show that it's slowing down, which indicates that the market is slowing. And those those type of companies are possibly going to underperform um, this year as people tighten their belts um, to accommodate rising mortgage um, rates. Um, on the plus side, though, Australia is doing very well in things like resources. Resource companies with increasing resource prices are, are really set to benefit quite strongly at the moment. We're certainly seeing that in some of the results. Um, and I think that will continue on this year as global you know, geopolitical events play out. Um, one of the other sectors, probably consumer staples. Um, that's the opposite of the consumer discretionary it's it's things that people have to buy um they should continue to see relatively good flow this year and certainly the results are showing that mixed and one of the big parts of the australian economy is the banking sector um they've got both pros and cons um they're definitely you know benefiting from increasing interest rates in terms of like their net interest margins but on the on the downside they're going to see higher delinquent loans as in people not being able to meet their mortgage repayments and with inflation a lot of their a lot of their costs come through in wages so they're definitely feeling that so banks are probably neutral so overall it's a bit of a two-tier economy with certain sectors doing well and others doing poorly Jamie Hanna there from Vanek. This SBS On The Money podcast is provided for informational purposes only. The content on this podcast should not be understood as constituting advice or a recommendation. It is not personal advice and does not consider your personal circumstances or objectives. You should contact a licensed professional before making any financial decision. Thank you.